This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> It's a very good evening and welcome to the Red Report. This is Barnsley FC's longest running podcast. We are sponsored by Barnsley Sport and of course part of the network of fans from TalkSport. Sad news to start with. Tyke's blog is no longer. Tyke's <laughs> blog is gone. Because in a very shrewd move and after <laughs> long, long, long negotiations, um, Tyke's blog has joined the Red Report. And he's now known as Red's Report Ian. Hey! Welcome to the family. We're slightly dysfunctional, but, you know, <laughs> we're lovable. How are you? I'm very well. Lunatics are taking over the asylum. This is easy. <laughs> You're better off joining them than fighting them. And, of course, the biggest <laughs> lunatic of all is sat here in his Christmas jumper, <laughs> being <laughs> in the West Wing, as always, Steve Skywalker, a.k.a. Steve Andrews. Good evening, Steve. And good evening. And good evening to the new boy who will be used as a toast rack when we finish this programme. <laughs> get re- get them cheeks buttered and get that hot toast in between them. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, good. Before it's we gone already. About... We were sponsored by TalkSport, but not anymore. <laughs> and before we talk about the football, um, Ian, and there's plenty to talk about, <laughs> going forward then... Um, Incorporate within the Reds report. So you're, you're still vlogging and blogging, but blogging more than vlogging. And that's now all going to go on one website, isn't it? So one place it's... for everything that people need. Tell us a little bit about where people can find us. And I don't mean give my home address out, but I mean on the interweb. <laughs> and uh, yeah, tell us where we can find it. And um, how did this come about? You know, was there a signing fee in, involved? Is the blackmail involved? What made you decide to join I think I think you got me pissed in the uh, in the White Bear pub in Barnsley. <laughs> 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 hey. um, I, I think negotiations wise, I think we'll we'll say what Barnes is saying, it's always undisclosed. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but yeah, um if uh via the World Wide Web we are on uh redreport.co.uk. So all the podcasts well, hey, and just like magic, it comes up on the screen. All the podcasts, all the written articles, and if you want to see technical, 
um, then all the YouTube clips go on. Everything goes on the website and your Twitter account and your Facebook uh, Red Report. Just search Red Report and we'll find it. Absolutely superb. And obviously going forward next season, hopefully playing in the championship, we have our weekly podcast that goes out on YouTube as well. We're hoping sort of once a month to have a special guest, whether that be somebody from local media, maybe, who knows, somebody from the club. Um, but yeah, but before all that, let's go back to um, last weekend. Um, playoffs, we know, secured. Um, after a very, very, very disappointing uh, loss against Ipswich, which we have already discussed. Um, I suppose we had a chance, didn't we, to sort of like redeem ourselves a little bit. Got back in that winning spirit, ready for uh, the, the playoffs. Yeah, that didn't go as planned, did it? Ian, let's start with you first. 1-0 up, then 4-1 down, and then 4-4. So for the neutral, um, decent. If your glass is half full, you could say, well, you know, we pulled it back. Um, if your glass is half empty, Steve Skywalker, you say, we should seven goals in like two matches. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we went down through simple mistakes. Is this a worrying sign for the playoffs? Or do you say that's another competition? We'll be fine. I, I won't be too worried. I think we played Ipswich, who are the best team by far in the league. And I think on Saturday, I would say that uh, a couple of things I'll say. First of all, it was a pleasure to meet and chat with Mr. and Mrs. Eistead. Evening, Mrs. Evening. Eistead. Ring you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a nice, nice to get quite a lot of input about Harry and his career so far. Uh, P.S. Barnsley Football Club, Khalid, pick up the phone and, and sort the contract out. That's another thing. Um, I thought that the, 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 the fans were superb, the away fans, the turnout and the fancy dress was just phenomenal. The, I, honestly, I was wetting myself at some of the costumes that people turned out at. So I think it, within the away end, there was such a party atmosphere. Nobody was really bothered about the result. And I think that manifested on the pitch. I think some of the players had switched off. First half, we were all over them. We were knocking it about. We got the goal up. And I think, like Michael Duff said, we probably thought it's MK Dons were one up. I thought, if we get a second, game's over. Because they were just trying to hit us on the break. And they were quite poor. But then we come out second half. And I think they scored virtually with about 90 seconds, was it? Or something of the kickoff. And then everything the hit seemed to go in then for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> so... Um, but what was pleasing, I think, was within the team, I think the subs made a difference. They came off the bench and made a difference. And I think within a team, although some had switched off and were probably thinking about the playoffs, I think Luke Thomas constantly demanded the ball, wanted to try and make things happen. Uh, what has come off the bench made a difference. Um, and I just think it was nice to see that they could turn it around rather than like, wait until like, I'm in a bollocking from the manager. They did it themselves on the pitch. But I think it was just an anomaly for as a game. I think it was just, I think a few of them switched off and, and probably dropped the dropped down to 60, 70% effort. Um, and I think probably Duff's tour will strip off a few of them. And, and I think we'll see, we'll put it right on Sunday. Mm. Um, Steve, for you, were there any, besides the comeback, um, any positives from the game? Any players that stood out for you? Well, I'll, I'll just tip it on its head as I normally do, won't I? Um, only thing that I thought we were lacking was Josh Martin coming on, to be quite honest. Um, there were a couple. I think the thing, the main thing for me that it brings to light is how actually poor we are when you when you get away from the first 13, 14 players in our squad. Um, 
he obviously changed a couple of players for uh, for Saturday, which I thought he would do. I didn't expect him changing as many as he did, but you know what? Again, there was not not really anything to play for as such. But again, I come back to if if you're playing for a shirt, we're we're in playoffs. We've got a chance of playing in championship. You'd have thought the likes of a Benson, uh, you know, they would have stepped up. And for me, um, they just didn't. They just didn't. Now, like Ian said, at end of day, four apiece, you know what, it was a party atmosphere and everybody enjoyed themselves. We got a point out and it didn't really matter either way. But there's just, for me, worrying signs going into three playoff, hopefully three playoff games. There's just worrying signs that, if we are lucky enough to go up, we are struggling for strength in depth. But we've said that near enough all season. But now it really is coming to light for me. It, so it, on that it, point, then, no, there were no, no real highlights from Saturday. And I'm ever so sorry. But there were a couple of guys that were really looked really funny dressed up. Ali G especially looked really funny. And is it is it fair to say then, actually, you know, you have to take that one on the chin knowing he rested some of those players that we will need in hopefully all three. Um, you, 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 you just mentioned Benson. I thought Benson actually, um, although maybe you know, not scoring a goal or anything, I thought he was quite demanding in in in, in the, in the centre of that midfield at times. Like the well, that's is quite him. demanding, but it don't make her a decent footballer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I, I just it would just like like Ian said, they played that first half, and yeah, we played some decent football for about twenty twenty five minutes, but there was no, I don't know, there were no real drive. I think, like you said, they were all prepared for playoffs. It's one of them games that nobody wants to get injured. Nobody really wants to throw themselves about for the fear of getting injured and not being involved in playoffs. But let's face it, you can you can pick your first 11 and that'll be the first 11 that starts uh, first playoff game. Those other players then are fighting for another shirt. And I would, it might just be me, it might just be my mentality. I would be going on that pitch thinking, right, I've got a chance here of playing in playoffs because he's, he's giving us that opportunity. And for me, nobody took it. Cotter didn't look bad, to be quite honest. I've got to be fair about yeah. that. And it looks, it looks as though he's going to end up playing with a bit of luck. Um, I think that should have happened a couple of games before, to be honest. I think Williams yeah. should, have, should have been rested a couple of days before. But, you know, let's p- try and pick a positive eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you mentioned Cotter. Obviously, in the news um, yesterday that they waited on scans. Now, photos today from the press, but obviously they're very clever. Both Anderson and Jordan Williams sort of seen training, although they're always together. So I'm wondering if they were with the squad or not. Would you not say, um, Ian, if there has been a, a bit of a problem with Anderson, if there has been a bit of a problem with Williams, you put Kundi on there or, or however you want to put it, or you put Cotter, you know... You, you're not going to risk them for a game against Peterborough, are you? you know, that would be foolish, wouldn't it, to make any situation yeah. worse than it already is? Yeah, I don't I don't think um, at best they'll be on the bench. I don't think um, you'd, you'd be a fool to... to Things like hamstrings, it's, it just takes one sprint and it's gone, hasn't it? Mm. So I'll give him another week or two or whatever it is. Um, and I think we'll see Cotter, uh, because I thought he did all right when he come on. I think we might... Um, he might mix it up, might give Waters 90 minutes or Tedich 90 minutes. 
because um, I thought Norwood was a little bit off. I know he got a goal, but I think he was one that was pulling out of tackles as well. Um, it'll be a strong-ish side, and they want to finish on a high at home. Don't risk anybody now at this point. Anybody who's not 100% fit, I think you you wrap them up in cotton wool and give them a week off and let them just do light training all week. Yeah. Um, what would your team be then? For Sunday, you got Peter who are fighting for the lives. Now, um, I think any any the home form will be coming to play. Forget the loss against Ipswich. The home form has been incredibly good. They'll come because they need a win. Whatever they really need a win to, to have any sort of chance. Um, if that's going to play in our favour, what what would your team be? Are you gonna? Um, is there a sort of like a, a second string, you know, throughout the starting eleven that you can think they can get a result against these? Yeah, Steve, well, go, 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 any, any of you? Just, nah. Are we putting Eistead in goal or are you giving Collins a, a run out before he leaves? I'd leave Eistead in goal. Keep Eistead yeah, in yeah. there. He's He's yeah. got to start. Um, I suppose it, it goes on to what, what Duff wants them to do. I mean, I thought Cadden didn't attack as much as, as he usually does. And again, perhaps that's another... You know, another player worried about not getting to playoffs. Um, he were pushing forward, but he got he got beat a couple of times on that left hand side. So, would you start with Lakesh on uh, on Sunday? Um, I'd leave Anderson out personally. Make sure he's hundred percent for playoffs. It means bringing Kundi in, but unless you bring somebody in from from uh, under twenty threes or something like that, we haven't got any other centre halves, have we? No. Um, I, 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 I tell you what I've done. I've on on fan hope. I've I've put my my starting eleven out. Now I know I'm going to get criticism. I don't care because I can just switch off. I standing goal. I've got a back four: Cotter, Kitchen, Cundy, and Thomas. The three in the middle: Phillips, Benson, and Kane. And then Thomas in front of Waters and Tedich. So you're playing four at back. I'm playing four at the back. Yeah, and I know that's slightly different, but that's more to accommodate the fact that Anderson might not be playing. So, um, Cutter can run up and down if he needs to. You can then change to a three. I'd rest Cadden, you know. Um, I'd rest Connell. I'd rest Anderson. I'd rest Norwood. I'd rest Cole. Teddy and Watters, there should be goals. You know, Watters did incredibly well. Um, seemed to have the knack to be in the right place at the right time. Teddy Jan can score. I think Thomas needs 90 minutes. Play him in that number 10 role. Because I just think this this is not about Ocus potentially for the playoffs. I think this is just a game where we need to try and get a result, even if you have to change the formation as a one-off, just to protect those that you're sort of like wrapping in a little blanket, aren't you? Ready to to take us to Wembley. And he, he, listen, he, he might. I'll, I'll have zero. I might have high stand right, and, and many others. I got no points again. I I just think you want to win, don't you? Last home, well, potentially mm-hmm. last league win from the fans. You've got the presentation of everything. If you lose another home match, that that home lag is not going to count for out, is it? If you've lost the last two at home, so I just think you're going to have to do something to try and almost stop them scoring, but try and get something from it. Um, I, I don't know. Who would you start up front? Would you go Teddison, or would you say no? We need to keep playing. Cole needs to get 45 minutes, or, or you know, are you going to give Holly Shaw 45 minutes because we've seen hardly anything of him, Ian? Um. I wouldn't change the goalkeeper now. I think it's dangerous to do that. Um, I would stick with the 3-5-2. I think Cadden's a funny one, you know, because I know what Steve was right. 
The one thing I've noticed within this season is he's got beat on his inside a few times. If, if yep. somebody's played yep. a ball between him and the centre half and played it between the two of them, he don't get back quick enough. And he looks around as if to say, who's covering? And it should be you. And, and yeah. um, they scored, I think their second goal came from that. Yep. But then I'll give him credit. Second half, when we really kind of when we went four one down and we were absolutely pummeling them, a lot came down that left, and he created at least one of the goals. So he's great going forward, and he's got a great mm. cross on him. But he's it, that one where it's played between Kitchen and him, he switches off and thinks there should be somebody behind him, and and there's a winger in then. But I'd still play him. I'd um, but obviously I'd rest Williams so Cotter come in. Um, I think Connell. I'd, I'd play Connell, even if it's yeah, only 45 minutes, just to I'd get his leg back in. Yeah. With yeah. um, Kane, probably Phillips, because I think he was rested when he so give him some minutes. And then I'd mix the front two, because I think Waters deserves it for coming off the bench and getting two. Yeah. Ted Itch had, only, had been scoring recently, so I'd put him in um, and just, you know, give Cole and Norwood a bit of, bit of a rest put on the bench for me. Um I think we, we can name the 11 mm. for the playoff semi-final because it's pretty much yeah. the 11 that's been all season. Only, but I'd um, that's where I'd make those changes. Rest Anderson, obviously, and Williams, um, and change the front two. For me, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd give Kane a rest because I think Kane, these last two or three games, when we've not been playing too well, he's still been covering, covering blades of grass. He's still been point working. Yeah. And if anybody you want, you want fit. He, I know we slagged him off at the beginning of the season, but he's really turned his turned his game round. And yeah. I think he could, along with Connell, could be a key a key player for playoffs. I would certainly play Connell if just yeah. like you said, just for forty five minutes, because otherwise he's had two and a half, three week off. He'll not be uh, he'll not be as sharp as he would yeah. normally. So I'd give him at least forty five minutes. I'd give, I'd give Kane a rest. I really would. Um, probably not a bad shout actually to be honest not a bad shout that because he likes saying he he gets one in a while doesn't he Steve it's a point that you think you know what he's got a valid point we'll probably have to wait till October November now but (laughs) it's a point well made and it's one this season it'll count now it's 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 right I had for my next talking point the team of the season but that's just going to be very straightforward isn't it because that's the team that's been starting (laughs) and all that run that we uh, that we had right let's talk then um about the player of the season because, um, you know, the polls are out. Uh, Basel C polls 23, whatever they're called. They've put loads out. You can make a case for probably what? Three, four, five or six players for me. Five or six. You could yeah. probably make a case for five or six players. Now, yeah. one of the things is, can you nominate or should you nominate somebody who's only been here since January? Is that is that a right thing to do, yay or nay? No. Probably, probably not, no. Right. So if we're as, good as, he's, as good as he's been, and we know we were talking about a prob- probably not, it needs to be over the full season, doesn't it? Yeah. Right. So we're talking then. Let, let's have a, an open and frank discussion, although Frank's not here. Um, Anderson, <laughs> of course, will be in that mix. Yeah. Luke yeah. O'Connell, of course, would be in that mix. Can you make cases for Liam Kitchen and Herbie Kane? Yeah. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure Ian will make a case for Herbie Kane. Um, same as Al, I, can, if not, I, I could quite easily make a yeah, I, I quite easily make a case for for Liam Kitchen. Uh, yeah. For me, he's done similar to what Anderson's done. Uh, very poor, very rocky, 
at the beginning, but turned it round, uh, chips in with some goals, looks really menacing when he's going forward, when he's on it. Um, some of them crossfield passes that he can he can ping across uh, have made made a hell of a difference in some games. Uh, and I think it's just his general play and his intelligence more than anything else as well um, is not quite as reckless. I mean, we all like it when he jumps in and puts somebody in bottom at his stand. But I, I, for me, I think you could have a really strong case for Liam Kitchen. Yeah, and I think fair play as well to him because he 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 had a sh- he had a tough season last season, didn't he? Um, and he got a lot of stick, and he was a younger lad who was suffering with comfort, you know, poor confidence because we were losing every week. And I think to come back in the summer and put those performances in and not like shirk away from it, and I think fair yeah. play to him for kitchen. Oh, and but- Kane, Kane, like like Ian was saying earlier on, Kane. Let's face it, he, he, he had a season. He went to Oxford. I personally didn't think he'd come back from Oxford no, because no. He, he were living on, and I've, and I've said it before, he were living on one decent season at Donny. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And we've actually paid money for, for him. And a lot of money. And I just didn't think he were delivering, but he's he's certainly made me shut up this this season. Um, he's been one of one of the outstanding players all the way through the season, and he's shown that he has got he has got some skills and he has got class, definitely. What about strikers? Norwood and Cole? Can you make a case for them? I mean, I think Cole. I think you can with just the goals. You can make a case yeah. for Cole, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Norwood. I know he's a fan's favourite, but he's a little bit in and out, isn't he? Yeah, I think Cole, you go for goals, but I think we know what, I think there's a lot of work off the ball. Same for Cole, to be fair. That sometimes goes a little bit unrecognised, but Cole's... But you, you, look, you look at Cole and it's probably his best scoring season of his career, quite possibly. Um, so you, And he's added a little bit more to his game in the fact that when, when it's played into his feet, he'll turn and run at defenders. He's not just a six-yard box striker. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Cole, um, for me. So who do you choose then? Because it's hard, isn't it? Why do people... How do you pick a player? Because for, for, from a defensive point of view, it's Anderson, you know, captain, leading the team well. But, you know, he's had his, his bits where maybe he could have done better. Mm-hmm. Um, in the midfield, Connell, again, fans' favourite first season, really, you know, young lad, tackles flying in. That's what everybody likes to see. Do you go for somebody like Cole because of the goals? What what makes for you a player of the season? What criteria do you look at, Steve, when you put that X in the box or online to, to put your vote in? Somebody who's put some sweat and blood on the shirt and not just... 
in an aggressive manner, but also in a development, how they've developed playing, how they've developed mentally, um, what they've brought to team, what you've seen them bring to team. Mm. I mean, I know Anderson's captain and he's a good captain. I'm not saying no about that. But how many times have we said on this on this show, mm, Connell looks as though he's going to be a captain. Liam Kitching could be a captain because they're always on, you know, cajoling, having a go, picking them up, etc. Um, that for me is somebody who's a Barnsley player and shows that they're proud to put that shirt on. So I won't be voting for Josh Martin, no. What about you, Ian? Not I know that was your next question, weren't it? <laughs> what, what do you look at, Ian? What, what, what is the deciding factor for you? Very similar to Steve, to be honest. Obviously, you've got to have a bit of quality, but you've it's got to it's got to want to mean something, hasn't it? When they cross that line, it's got to it's got they've got it's got to hurt when they lose, and 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 they've got to make them tick. And I think when when that player doesn't play, you miss them. Yeah. And I think uh, and we've we've noticed that with Connell in these last couple of games. Um, yes, we can see that when Anderson doesn't play, because thankfully he's very injury free. But um, yeah, I think if that player then doesn't, it misses a week, and you really notice a big gap in the in the team. Um, and I think that's what you what you want in it as a fan, really. Somebody who, who it matters when they cross that white line. And it's weird, isn't it? Because when you think about the end of last season, you know, when, uh, like, Helic, who was a fan's favourite, you know, fantastic, and they're all going to miss him. Styles signs just before the season starts and he signs a new contract and then goes to Mill. Not missed any of them, have we? I mean, we forget about Styles because he could potentially, I suppose, come back. I mean, I don't know if he will, I don't know if he wants, and that's for another day. But in that respect, you have to, you, we have to trust, like, the board and the programme because to bring players like... Um, Connell, you know, um, mm. to the club. Players like Thomas, I know it's a loan, but, you know, still. Devante Cole was the first signing announced in the, in, in, like, in the summer period last year. And um, it didn't go down well, did it? And mm. I, I, I don't, I mean, Duff has to be the signing of the season for putting this all together. But it's it just, I, I, I voted on that. I voted for Luca Connell. Because I've got this feeling that he's going to be one that next year will probably maybe even be... A, a, you know, a couple of grades above what he's done this year. And for me, he's got the make, I know he's not there, but he's got the makings of that that line of Barnsley legends in, in midfield, your Redferns, your Hignets, your Howards, your Horahans. I, I, there's, there's something about him, um, which, I mean, I think every every time he plays for us, there's, there's a couple of more, maybe not notes, but, you know, I think his value goes up a bit. And I think he's, he suits our club. I think he, he, he's. I think the manager is definitely getting the best out of him. So it was Luke O'Connell um, for me, but it, it'd be interesting to see what happens on Sunday and and who gets um, who gets the accolade of sort of player of uh, player of the season. Um, obviously, the players vote amongst themselves as well, so that that will be an interesting one because there's the fans one, isn't there? And then there's like their own. Um, I reckon Josh Martin might be in, but but we'll have to wait and see, and and we'll discuss that next week. Um, Steve, Peter, then. Um, Ian, you normally sort of like look at opposition. Um, but that task is simple, isn't it? Nothing but a win will do, and even a win might not be enough. Yes. Um, <clears throat> if people go to the website, post on there, previewing the Peterborough game, bizarrely. <laughs> What's oh, the website? It started already. It started <laughs> already. 
look there for the website that's uk. <laughs> evening mr eistead <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's quite simple for peterborough they've got to win and hope that derby slip up at sheffield wednesday uh, so it's no surprise both of them games are on sky yeah. Um, and there are also three goals behind. Uh, is it two? The two points behind Derby and three goals worse off. So they're going to have to come and have a go at Oakwell, which I think will suit us. I think a team that will come and try and play will give us an opportunity to counter them. Uh, so I think it should be quite a good game. They can't, they can't come and sit back and play it tight. They're going to have to come and they'll have one eye elsewhere. But um, I think it could suit us, I think, on Sunday, to be fair. Yeah, well, we we said this about MK Duns, didn't we? And that, that, that didn't go exactly. Um, that didn't go did, exactly. Who, who got the uh, prediction out? Did any of us get four four then? Oh, hold uh, on a minute. Oh, oh, Steve, oh, hold on a minute. Steve hold on a minute. It, no Steve, prediction Steve. from this one. You made it up yourselves, pair of you. So that's on oh, your man. heads, not on hold this on. little boy's. I've got, text, I've got a text from Steve later. That, Sorry, I can't take it, mate. I really enjoyed the cinema and taking our last out. Fantastic film. In regards to the prediction, I'm putting down 5-0 Barnsley, Josh Martin, hat-trick. I mean, I don't know. That's what he said that night. So. <laughs> oh, I've been hacked. Me account's been hacked. <laughs> um, it's really difficult, isn't it, to sort of look at that match because we don't know who's going to start for us. Um, Barnsley, if, if you get a couple of quick goals, you know, are you not going to nullify them and everything else? Let's look ahead then at what happens after that. So we know we're secured. Ian, you're the man with the stats and everything. It's going to be for us. It's it's a derby or Bolton, isn't it? It's it's one of yeah. those two. It can't be Peter because if Peter does come, they would be sixth, and we're always going to play fifth. I know we asked this last week, but obviously Steve's here now because he's not in the pictures. Steve, have you got a preference? Would you rather play Bolton or Derby? I'd rather go and see Guardians at Galaxy Three, to be quite honest. No, um, it's funny actually because I was supposed to be going to see that tonight. Um, but for another reason, no, we were going for early showing. There's one the one at 10 to 5, but we couldn't make it. So it's all right. I've still been back for this. So no, you're all right. Um, you know my preference. I I don't give a monkey's chuff who we play. I just do not want to play Sheffield Wednesday in final. I really do not. I've just got such a bad, bad feeling about it. I, I, and I, you know, I, I know I can be a little negative at times, but only at times. But I just don't want to play Wednesday. I really do not. I hope they lose to whoever they end up playing. Yeah, well, uh, we, we could potentially play both. We could potentially play Bolton in the play in, 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 in the semi final and me Derby at Wembley. But I'd rather do I'd rather do that than Sheffield Wednesday, I'll be quite honest. I would be yeah. quite honest. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because Derby, with all the restraints that were put on them, they they quickly got around it. Because I know there was like um some sort of embargo, wasn't it? But when you play people in like Conhora and all that, they, they don't come and play for your club for like four or five grand. Oh, so, it'll be on a massive bonus. It'll be well, on a massive bonus. It, end it'll, of be season a huge, it'll be a huge sign-on fee, won't it? And then lower yeah, wages well. to sort of even it out. Um, I know for geographical reasons, uh, Ian, <laughs> you, you might have a... Would you, from a footballing perspective, looking at how we've done against the other those two sides, would you prefer Bolton or would you prefer Derby? I think I just about prefer Bolton, not just because it's five mile away from here, but <laughs> um, I think I, I said it last week. I think Derby, the away leg, 30,000 or whatever it holds, I think it'd be a, a tough proposition. I'm not saying it's beyond us, but it's a tough proposition. Um, and I know Bolton will probably get 
20 plus, but they're not firing as well. And speaking to a few people who are Bolton fans, they're not, they've not, they're not really firing all that well. Um, and it won't surprise me if they slip up at Bristol Rovers. They slipped up at home to Accrington only the other week. They've been playing too much tippy tappy football apparently, and just not not shooting and trying to. And he, he makes some strange substitutions. So I suppose at the minute, going off what I'm being told, I'd rather play them than two legs of Derby to be honest. Although we did, I know we did Ammo Derby at home the other uh, the other month, but. I think I'll probably just edge that. Is it right as well what I've I've seen on Twitter that uh, you're charging ten quid a car to park on your drive if uh, if we get Bolton? It's oh. a tenner for oh, us. Just, I'm advertising for you, mate. I'm advertising <laughs> it. Apparently they can get is it twenty twenty two or twenty five cars on your drive. I know you've got quite a big house. And <laughs> um, what's interesting, you, you just said Ian, when you look, and I know it's different because it's a form table, and. Um, if you look at Barnsley, Bolton and Derby, so four, fifth and sixth at the moment, Barnsley's got the lowest amount of points. Bolton's won three out of five, uh, lost one, drew one. Derby's got two wins, three draws. And Barnsley got two wins, a loss and two draws. So we, we, we've only won like the two and then we've lost one. So, But you, you sort of don't have to look at the MK Dons match where we probably played a second string and the fact that we had to play Ipswich with everybody lost against the you know Ipswich. So um Bolton then and then so for you, um Steve, don't matter who, as long as we play Derby in the in the final, then that's how you I would just, I, just, I just don't want to travel down to when I, I love I love Wembley, don't get me wrong, I'd love to go to Wembley. But I don't want to have to be sat up more to a stuck in traffic with twenty seven million Wednesday fans to then be stuck in, you know, there'll be eight eight Barnsley fans, and all, all the rest of the stadium will be full of full of Sheffield Wednesday supporters. Um, cost to, to lose to them after doing double over them, yeah, and then driving back up, and then having to listen to gloating and everything else that they come out with on praise of grumble and all that. Uh, it's just, it's it's just, it just don't bear thinking about. It's, it's I'd love to be able to be able to listen to Praise of Grumble on that Tuesday night when they've lost. You know, sales <laughs> or Andrex will go through roof because it'll be it'll be referees' fault. It'll be grass were too long. White white lines weren't white enough. Um, I'll, be honest, I'll be honest. It's the only club, and not that I follow them, but local where the fans they go on a twenty-game unbeaten run. They lose at Barnsley, then they lose at Forest Green. Sack more, sack more. Then they lose again. Sack him now, sack him now. Then they win again, or they have a draw, and they want a statue outside Hillsborough. It's literally, it's it's so <laughs> up and down in that respect. Um, there, there is some like that apparently. Don't get me wrong, but we seem a little bit more grounded. You know, I said it before. I'll say it again. Even if we lose in the playoffs, that doesn't define our season, does it? Because no. from where we were no. last year to no. now, but then you would have to put expectations, and you'd have to say the aim for next year is top three or top two yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Because you, you have to, wouldn't you? I'm going to put you on the spot anyway, because we have to. Ian, you first, um, as an official Reds Report member of the family. Um, next week, you'll have to sing your song. You know, I'll put a song you have to sing, like they do at away matches, you know, first first away. Um, Naked. Bar- yeah. <laughs> ba- Barnsley, Naked. then. Buttering <laughs> butt cheeks. What you got, what's, what's going yeah. on in there? Oh, I'll I'll you, man. Have you That's got how you one? get in. Have, have you got 
on the website, have you got that OnlyFans section? Have you got that sorted? Because then we can... Yeah, I'm being, I'll get that sorted tonight, yeah. Right, get okay. Sorted out, mate. Barnsley versus Peterborough then. Last uh, league match of the, of the season at home. Sunday afternoon, live on Sky, although I don't think that will matter um, uh, that much. Ian, um, a score and the first Barnsley scorer, or will there be a Barnsley scorer? Just saying, it could um, be nil-nil, couldn't it? 3-1 Reds. First scorer. God, it's a lottery, isn't it? Toss a, toss a bloody coin every week. Um, he probably won't play now. Phillips. <laughs> he probably won't, but he won't play. Probably won't play. <laughs> Phillips um, outside of the area, 25 yards, standard. <laughs> I'll go for a 2-1 of a very nervy affair in the last 10 minutes. Not an affair like Steve is thinking now, like rumpy, rumpy. I mean, like on the football pitch. And um, <laughs> Liam <laughs> Kitchen. <laughs> evening, Mr. Eistead. Um, and, and Liam Kitchen to score first. Steve. In, 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 in the genre of... Fifty Shades of Red. Give us your prediction and who's going to score first. Do you know what? And I'm going to get. I know I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered. I really don't care, and I'll tell you for why. As long as we come out a Sunday's game, we fit players, no injuries, and ready to go when we play them playoffs. Sunday to me is take it as what it is. They're going to come. They've got to win. If they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. Don't matter. For me, let's get out of that game with eleven fit players to start playoffs, and that's. I'll, I'll be serious. That's it's immaterial. Result to us is completely immaterial. It's a fair point, isn't it? We need the biggest, fittest squad possible for what could be. Three, well, initially two. Um, well, the thing game. Is, question for you then. Here's one for you. If somebody gets sent off on Sunday, does that mean they don't play in playoffs? Yeah, because the EFL players. Probably. Probably. Yeah. So if it's a straight red for three three game ban, you're out. They've done. That's why Norwood's on bench. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, t I tell you what I was thinking the other day before we close, and I don't know. I, I was, you know, sometimes when you sort of date it, I thought, you know, we're going to get the uh, Bolton and I thought, we're going to draw away, we're going to win at home and we're going to go. And uh, yeah, in my head, it was Sheffield Wednesday and yeah, it was 1-1 and we get a penalty in the 89th minute and we score it this time. And it was taking it. Penalty. Who's taking penalty? Norwood took it. Thank fuck for that. Oh. And Norwood <laughs> takes the penalty and he scores. <laughs> and literally, it's funny because... I. I'm, and I'm looking around, and you could just see one half of, of, of Wembley just like empty and like that's it. We've had enough. So, so they got the bus first of the month, and and then it was us. And um, listen, we'll meet back next week, and it'll be uh, obviously a big preview for the uh, the playoffs. Ian, as always, as part of the family, slightly dysfunctional family, but you know, members are welcome. <laughs> Evening, Mister Eistead. Um, thank you for joining us. Um, give the website again where people can find all our content. Uh, redsreport.co.uk absolutely fantastic um you mentioned earlier oh, uh, playing piano, oh, playing piano oh, behind me. Okay. um steve <laughs> and, and ian you both mentioned earlier that you were impressed by the um by the away fans mk don't it's always the last game of the season it's it's fancy dress 
I will give you probably about an hour. Can you come back to me on our WhatsApp group? Because I say now we make a pledge. And next year, the last away match of the season. When um, I, I gave Steve the, the text that Ian, that's just like joined the Reds Report and the website and everything else, you put uh, a little gif of, of three amigos. And I'm thinking the last away match next season, us three turn up as the three amigos. Red report three amigos. Absolutely. Ole. As long as we've not been poached by then, by you know, Radio Luxembourg or Radio Carolina, something Radio like that. Car- if, if people won't even know Radio Carolina is because they're not old enough. But oh well, that's no, that sailor sunk. That ship has sunk, should I say? No, yeah. That ship has sunk, mate. And <laughs> um, Steve, as always, thank you for taking the time out and not going to the pictures on a Thursday evening and joining us. Um, pleasure. <laughs> As, uh, I've been working as well today, funnily enough. No golf. Oh, the weather's been bad, hasn't it? No, that's Sunday, mate. I didn't want to mention that, but no, I'm <laughs> playing on Sunday. Hold on a minute. Hold, hold on what? a minute. Hold on. What time are you teeing off? 20 past eight. Right. So you will be 12 back 12 in time. 12 o'clock kickoff. <laughs> I know. How shocking is that? Eh? So now you know why I'm not bothered about what result is. <laughs> If I, you, should uh, just, I should just catch second half in clubhouse with a bit of luck and with a pint or two. <laughs> Unlike Steve, if you are going to Oakwell on Sunday, don't forget, no matter what the result, um, they need a huge round of applause and we need to get that winning feeling back ready for the playoffs. Ian, Steve, thanks very much. We are powered by Barnsley Sport. You can find every uh, bit of content on our website, retsreport.co.uk, and we are part of the TalkSport network of fans. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to the Reds Report. Good night, Mr. Neistad. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.